Hello and welcome back for another episode of Big Lash Energy. I'm your host, Jaina Marie. If you're up to date with my episodes, then you know that we've been going in with some serious topics, big stories, all kinds of shenanigans, and I definitely appreciate that you've been here for the ride. But today, we're dialing it back a little. We're changing the channel. Welcome to the podcast equivalent of Casual Friday. This episode is all about a good time, funny stories, and very unprofessional sex and dating advice from yours truly. So go grab your itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini because we're going to be dipping our toes into my DMs. Welcome to Big Lash Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins, learning from our losses, and laughing at ourselves along the way. (laughs) Now here's your favorite. Favorite hype woman, Jaina Marie. Jaina Marie. Do you believe in astrology? I mostly only use it when it comes to compatibility and personality traits in terms of dating. It comes in really handy when you're trying to decide if somebody's a good match or not. Have you ever looked up someone's sign to see if it's the reason why they suck? Well, I'm a classic Aquarian, and Aquarians are known for being the true weirdos. We pride ourselves on being different than everyone else. In fact, when everyone's doing something, I want to do the exact opposite. It's precisely the reason that I'm never going to blow up on TikTok or Reels because it feels against my religion to copy a dance someone has already done or a lip sync to something someone has already said. It's the reason I've never seen Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, or Lord of the Rings. Even when it comes to my hair and makeup, I always prefer to do things that are really different from the trends. I want to blaze my own trails, be one of a kind, limited edition, anything but basic. So when it comes to my coffee, of course, I prefer to go to those little undiscovered or independent cafes, you know, like the unique original person that I believe myself to be. But when I'm picking up drinks for my clients, I almost always go to Starbucks because there's always one along my way. And most people know their Starbucks order. They're consistent. Okay, so why am I explaining this? Well, the other day, I pulled up to the screen with mine and my client's order at Starbucks. So I'm sitting there. I already know what I'm going to order because I always go back and forth between two different drinks. It's always the same thing. It just kind of depends on if I'm feeling healthy that day or not. (laughs) I either go for the iced tall brown sugar oat chicken espresso, which is really annoying to order because it sounds like I'm making a bunch of modifications, but it's really just one drink, no changes. Iced tall brown sugar oat shaken espresso. 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 Such a long name. Or I get an iced Americano with two Splendas. Simple, simple. Well, anyways, I gave her a drink request to the intercom and then something caught my eye. Oh, right. It's full. The menu displayed all the pumpkin spice beverage options. It was pumpkin spice everything. I rolled my eyes and imagined all the basic bitches rejoicing. Of course, I wouldn't be interested in a drink like that because it's just so obvious and it's so popular and it's so basic. Basic. Then when I went to order my drink, it's almost as though the spirit of Taylor Swift came over me. It's like the blood of every Becky boiled up inside of me. My lips moved and I heard the words, can I get a pumpkin spice cold brew? Come out of my face. What the fuck? Pumpkin spice? If there wasn't a word for basic beverages, pumpkin spice would win every damn time.
I thought I was better than this. I looked down at my feet. Like, did I put Uggs on this morning too and not even realize it? Uh, I had to do a double take. Shit. I told one of my friends about this order and he said, So, did it taste good? Yes. Yes, it did, damn it. Of course I thought it tasted good. This was probably a ceremonial beverage of my ancestors or something because it seems like it's in my DNA. I can't even help myself. When I got home, I googled how to tell if you're a basic bitch. (laughs) And there were 16 markers to look for. I read each one out loud to myself, putting up a finger each time it applied to me. (laughs) On the top of the list, it was butterfly tattoo. (sighs) Yes, I do have multiple butterfly tattoos in my sleeve. Does that count? I guess so. Check. One finger goes up. Do you have a love of mason jars and live, laugh, love decor? Oh, hell no. I mean, my mom has that kind of shit in her house. She's got this sign in the living room that says live, laugh, love. And whenever I walk into her living room, I always go, <laughs> and she's like, what the hell was that? I'm like, well, the sign said laugh. I'm just trying to follow directions. <laughs> then it was, do you have a love of dogs and travel? I feel like that's kind of obvious. Dogs are awesome. And so is traveling. Doesn't everybody like that? I guess that's what makes it basic. I guess check. Do you take a lot of selfies? (sighs) Yes, I do take a lot of selfies. In fact, one time my mom made fun of me. She was like, wow, Jana, you sure take a lot of pictures of yourself. I said, well, sure. I'm often alone. Who else is going to take my picture? You know what she said? Well, if you could get someone to stay married to you for more than four years, then maybe you'd have someone to take your picture. (laughs) (sighs) She's a savage. What can I say? So anyways, yes, that's a check. Throw another finger up in the air. It said, um, are you always posting on social media? My answer, of course, is yes, but I have a business to promote and a podcast. Was that really fair? I don't think so. (sighs) Do you like top 40 music? For me, not really. No finger went up. In the end, blah, blah, blah. I ended up saying yes to eight out of 16 of the different markers. I'm doing my calculations right now. Based on my calculations, that means that I'm, fuck, I'm 50% basic, which is exactly 45% more basic than I thought I was. (sighs) So that's what I'm dealing with this week. Learning to accept the fact that I'm 50% basic bitch. (sighs) Thanks, Starbucks. (laughs) Now, there's more to fall than just the release of pumpkin spice beverages, am I right? It also marks the start of cuffing season. In case you don't know what that is, it's that time of the year when the weather starts to turn and single people start looking around for someone to keep them cozy in the winter months. Yep, you've had your hot girl summer, now it's time to cool your tits. Time to find someone stable to bring for Christmas dinner. Someone to lend you his sweater. Mmm, is there anything better than a boyfriend's sweater? It's like a hug when he can't be there. It's heavy, it's oversized, of course it has to smell like his cologne, and those extra long sleeves you can pull over your hands. Oh. Now the one thing I don't want is any of you single sallies settling for a lame, undeserving goofball just because tis the season. After all, Maybe there aren't any good options around you. I fully believe that if you don't have love in your life, it's because something else needs to be a bigger priority at the moment. Maybe that's you right now. So today, 
I'm recommending that you make your own, yes, you heard me right, boyfriend sweater. Because remember, when you settle, what can come along with a boyfriend sweater is lies, deception, distraction from your goals, alienation from your friends and family. So I suggest popping over to the men's side of your local Nike store, scooping up a gray or black extra large hoodie, then taking that purchase straight to the cologne section of the nearest department store, search for your favorite masculine scent, use the tester to pump three to five spritzes inside the bag, and shake, and it, shake, up. It, shake it up. Voila, now you have your very own boyfriend hoodie without the stress or time commitment. You're welcome. And hey, if that's not good enough, if you still find yourself feeling weak or maybe a little bit dry in the DMs, then just send me a text and I will message you sweet nothings in the morning like Good morning, gorgeous. Or if you're into bad boys, what that ass do, mama? <laughs> maybe you're into Latinos. I'll send you a Ay, mami, que pasa. Or if you're still in your fuckboy phase, I'll simply send you a W-Y-D. <laughs> the moral of the story is don't let these longer nights and the colder weather make you desperate. We need you keeping your tits and your standards high, okay? All right, enough with the big sister speeches. It's time to get into some of the questions in my DMs. I'm not kidding when I tell you that I get the most interesting messages. For example, once someone hit me up asking, When you wear something, do you wash it every time? Or do you wear some things a few times before washing? I gave her a full rundown of how often I do my laundry and that it might be a little different for me because I work in pigment, so it's harder for me to keep my things clean. And Ricky said, you know, you didn't have to answer her, right? <laughs> An ex of mine once said to me, do you think Kim Kardashian answers all of her messages? Why don't you just leave some people on red? No, she doesn't answer all of her messages because she's Kim freaking Kardashian. But I'm nowhere close to her status. I'm dorky Jaina and I'm still thankful for anyone who hits me up. During the pandemic, I was separated from my family, so I spent most days completely alone. Well, yes, of course, I had Apollo with me too, but he and I can only have one-sided conversations, you know? So the people on my Instagram help me to feel social, normal, not alone. Some nights I'd post things like, if you need someone to talk to, I'm here. And every single time, at least one person who needed someone to talk to reached out to me. I had someone even send me his child custody agreement asking me if I thought it was fair. I read it, and in my very unprofessional opinion, I told him that it didn't sound fair to me at all. I remember one time I was doing business in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and one of my followers hit me up saying that she was a huge Hanson fan. Do you remember them? Well, anyways, she wanted me to send her a picture of their recording studio because apparently it was in that city and I had a little bit of free time. So I took an Uber across town to find their recording studio. And when I did, I stood outside for as long as I could, hoping to see them. Meanwhile, I probably wouldn't have even recognized them if I did see them because I haven't seen anything from them since their balls dropped. I waited outside the building. Nothing happened. I took a couple pictures and she said, oh my God, you're so lucky. And I thought, standing outside on this sidewalk in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. And of course, 
I've got to give a shout out to the creepers too. One time a guy hit me up saying, can you send me a picture of your boobs? Uh, ew, no. Okay, how about one tick? <laughs> yes, that was the issue. I didn't want you to see both of them or you might notice that they're slightly cross-eyed. One point's a little bit off to the left. They're supposed to be sisters, not twins, right? <laughs> but since you only want to see one of them, hold on a second, let me go find some good lighting. So today I'm going to go over a couple of very interesting sex and relationships questions that I've received in my DMs. Here's the first one. My husband and I have been married for eight years and have two kids. The other day, while we were taking our dog for a walk, he asked me if he could pay me to try something new in the bedroom. He's a pretty shy guy, so what he was asking for wasn't even that big of a deal. I would actually do it for free. So I said no, because I'd like to surprise him another time by letting him do it when he's not paying. Is it weird that he wants to pay? What would you do in my situation? (sighs) This is a very good question. And it actually kind of broke my heart a little bit because this is one of those times when both people have the very best of intentions, but they could end up hurting one another by mistake. So part of the fantasy for him is paying for what he wants. It's a power dynamic thing. Some people find it to be a really big turn on. Some women do too. So in this situation, he was sharing his fantasy with you, asking for something that you say is actually pretty innocent. So there's absolutely no harm in you saying yes. However, you are sitting there being a very kind, sweet person thinking, I don't want him to feel like he has to pay me to do things. I'll say no now and surprise him later. So while what you're saying is very beautiful and sweet from his perspective in that moment, he was rejected. And not only that, the message that he received was, I don't want to do that with you. And in fact, I wouldn't even do it if you paid me. That's exactly the opposite of how you feel. On top of all of this, baby girl, I wish I could look you in the eyes right now and say, you're married with kids. Honey, his money is your money and vice versa. You're probably going to end up using that cash to pay for the kids swimming lessons or something anyways. Although might I suggest that if you do take the money that you use it to buy something to spice up the bedroom. But anyways, that's another thing. Either way, you're not actually making money when it comes to your husband. That's the family's cash. You know what I'm saying? So you can feel free to play with it and him as you wish. Okay, so how do we fix this problem? Because the damage has already been done. So here's my advice. You're going to find something of yours that requires cash, okay? Maybe you want your hair done or maybe you want to pay for a better gym membership or something. Who knows? You're going to approach your man and you are going to say, does that offer you made me still stand? Because I have this thing that I need to pay for and I could really use the cash. Just let me know how I can pay you back. I promise you're going to send him on a one-way trip to Boner Town. The fact that you're playing into his fantasy will have him super impressed and you'll have cute hair too. It's a win-win, win-win, win-win situation. You're welcome. (laughs) This next one's pretty cheeky, but I'm sharing it with you because I know this woman is not alone. It's a question that um, lots of women have issues with. So uh, this actually came to me in a question box from Instagram last week when I put a shout out asking for sex questions, and this is what was sent to me. My boyfriend always jokes that he wants to try anal, but I know he really means it because it keeps coming up. I don't know how to tell him I'm not interested without looking like I'm no fun. Help. Oh, yes. The old butt stuff dilemma. Yep. I blame men watching porn for this one, but I'm going to save that conversation for an upcoming series on the topic. I thought about it for a while and I'm pretty sure that I've now come up with the perfect response for you or anyone else who needs 
to say. So here's what you're going to say. Because of course, you do still want to look fun. You want to look like you're into things because you mentioned that this person's your boyfriend. So, you know, you're still trying to impress him. (laughs) So you're going to say, babe, if you want to try anal, I'm totally down. We just need to do one thing first. We need to find something that's exactly the same size as your penis. And you just have to put it inside your butthole one time, just once. It's so simple. And if you love the way it feels, then I'll give it a try too. I mean, we have the same nerve endings, the same assholes. And if you're so confident that I would enjoy it, then you would too, right? So let's just try it tonight. And as soon as you've done it once, then you have free reign on mine. You can do whatever you want to my butthole afterwards. All right? Deal. Chances are (laughs) that uh, he's not going to want to try it. And if you think that maybe he is the kind of guy who wants to try it, (laughs) uh, and you're afraid that it might backfire, you might want to try saying, Hey, if I say yes to butt stuff, it means I think you have a really tiny penis. So you can ask at your own risk, but you might not want to know the answer. I'd love for you to try that and let me know how it works. The next question is a very interesting one. This woman said, my husband was an abusive narcissist when we were together. And now that we've broken up, it's almost like he's gotten worse. I'm pretty sure he's putting a tracker on my car. But anytime I've brought it up to him, he acts like I'm going crazy. What do you think I should do? Now, I know the proper advice in this situation is probably to tell you to take it somewhere technical and have somebody check the car, because I'm sure there's a way to find out. But that's not why you asked me, right? Because that's not really fun advice. That's just kind of basic. So I'm going to give you my advice, but first I need to explain something with a little bit of a story. It involves my sister. So my sister is beautiful. Okay. I've heard this my entire life. In fact, just a couple weeks ago, I was doing a wedding and the bride said to me, and I already know she's going to be listening to this episode. Uh, she knows who she is. I'm not going to say her name. She said, your sister is so pretty. And I said, oh yes, thank you. No, like she's really pretty. You should post her on your story more. And I was like, well, we don't live in the same city, so I can't be on my story that much. No, but like, she's gorgeous. I said, yeah, yeah, I know. She goes, are you two like fully related? I was thinking, I don't think she realizes how rude that is. <laughs> Are you calling me ugly? What the hell, man? Uh, between Ricky, who's gorgeous, my sister, Emily, who's an incredibly hot personal trainer, Elsa. I literally have the hottest friends. And so I've decided that I'm just absolutely fine with living my life as the hot girl sidekick. It's cool. It's fine. It's a decent gig. But anyways, I say this because sometimes the hot girls get haters. And that was most definitely the case this one night that I went out in Calgary with my sister. I was visiting her. Her son was six and her daughter was four at the time. She hadn't been out dancing since they were born. Okay. She was desperate for a night out. So we put the kids to bed, left them with her husband and got dressed up to go dancing. It happened to be the night of the junior hockey finals in Calgary. The game had ended. Russia had just won. And that team, the winning team, was partying in the same club as us when we were there. So it was a really good time. So Carly and I are on the dance floor minding our own business when all of a sudden I see this arm reach out and dump an entire beer on my sister's head. She was stunned and I grew horns. I mean, I'm a big sister right to the core, right? I was ready to cut a bitch. Let's be real. Especially because 
This chick had a ridiculous smirk on her face that I wanted to punch off like nobody's business. I swear, just thinking about it makes me clench my fists. <laughs> so this chick was out of my reach because she was standing beside my sister and on the other side of a ledge with all these drinks on it. So I yelled at her. What the fuck was that? And she kind of laughed and goes, don't worry about it. Now, if I'm 50% basic, this chick was a solid 100. Like, I imagine if we were in a movie, she would be credited as snobby, blonde, popular chick. She had five friends with her, which I guess is where she got her courage from. And one could see that I was really angry. And he goes, just relax, be the better person. And I considered what he said for half of a second, then realized I already am the better person because I didn't dump a beer on the head of a woman out trying to catch a vibe on her first night away from her kids in six years. So I decided that I had carte blanche to do whatever the fuck I wanted. And I wanted to wipe the smirks off of all of their snotty, unapologetic asses. Don't mess with my little sister. So what did I do? Well, like I said, there was a ledge between the dance floor where we were standing and on the side of the Abercrombie gang. So I decided, fuck it. If she has to be wet, then they all have to be wet. So I took my forearm and swiped it across the ledge, knocking every single one of the glasses, full, half full beers, cocktail glasses over their whole group. So that jackass and her whole crew were soaked and they were shook. I grabbed my sister by the hand and I said, okay, now we have to go because I've officially fucked up six people. And she goes, oh, no, 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 I want to stay. <laughs> she was so desperate for a night out that she wanted to stay out dancing despite being covered in beer and despite I was about to get my ass whooped by five people. Anyways, the moral of the story is the reason why I went through so much effort to explain this is that sometimes I'm going to tell you to be petty. Okay. Sometimes I'm going to tell you that you have to be a jerk. And in this situation, you aren't the one being a narcissistic, abusive asshole. You're not putting a tracking device on someone's car. So don't worry. You're already the better person here. So that being said, here's my advice. You're going to need a friend to be the getaway driver. Okay. Now, once a week, you're going to leave your car parked somewhere different. One night, it's going to be near his best friend's house. The next night, his brother's house. Then, hey, maybe his boss. After that, why not his dad's place? The reason we're doing this is because eventually this dude is going to end up telling on himself. He's going to think you're fucking all his friends, okay? And he's going to be mad at you for it. And in that moment, you're going to know that he has a tracking device on your car and you're going to be able to out him without him being able to call you crazy. Okay, try it and call me in the morning. <laughs> I had to share this last question with you because it's so unique. It says, my husband tells me I'm an amazing mom, but a terrible wife. What the fuck? We haven't had sex in two years and he blames me, but I don't want to get close to him because he refuses to brush his teeth. <sighs> okay, well. I have so many questions here. I feel like this episode would have to be three hours long in order for me to say everything that I want to say about this situation. Yikes. I'm really not sure what he's trying to prove with a hygiene strike, but I do know that he can't want sex that bad if he knows that it's your prerequisite to giving him the cookie. You two are clearly at a standoff. It's a case of he's not treating you the way you want him to, so you don't want to have sex with him. So he treats you badly because he's upset that you don't want to have sex. And then the cycle continues. I don't know, man. I feel like there's no winning here. I heard once that the root of every argument is, what about me? Right? So each person, when they're upset, they really, really, really at the core of it all 
are saying, what about me? So in this case, your what about me is, what about me? You're not doing anything nice for me. You're not even brushing your teeth. And his what about me is, you're not having sex with me. So I've always believed that you can't change somebody else's behavior. You can only change your own, right? So in this situation, we can't make him brush his teeth, right? And the two of you are going to keep going around in this cycle for forever and ever until you either end up in you know therapy or divorced or who knows. I think we're going to experiment here, okay? Because something's got to give. You can't change him, but you can change your behavior. So I think that we need to start with dinner. You can cook it for him. I personally wouldn't want to be cooking for a dude who's calling me a bad wife and not brushing his teeth, but this is on you. Might I suggest some tabbouleh with fresh mint and (laughs) maybe some peppermint ice cream and an after dinner mint for dessert? But I say you give him a minty kind of dinner dessert situation, maybe put some lavender essential oils on your pillowcase and let him hit it from the back, you know, because from the back, you're not going to smell his breath, hopefully. I mean, I'm sure at this point his breath smells like straight asshole, but if you're facing in the other direction, you know, with lavender essential oils on your pillowcase, you don't have to smell him. In fact, at that moment, hell, you can, you know, you can fantasize that it's Michael B. Jordan or something too, but just give him the cookie just for one night. Not because we're giving in, but because we want the upper hand in this situation, okay? Because once you've done the thing that he's saying that he wants from you, then what reason does he have for not brushing his teeth anymore, right? Then what reason does he have being an asshole? Because if he's still an asshole after you've given him the cookie, then we have some other problems. And then maybe we need to talk about therapy, counseling, or something like that. I don't know, man. That's that's the best I can come up with this one. I really did Rubik's Cube this one. I was thinking about it for a long time before I came up with this response. Hopefully it works. Hopefully it helps. But yeah, definitely start with some tabbouleh. What is that? What is the other herb that's in tabbouleh? It's mint and parsley. That's it. Parsley is notorious for helping your breath. That's my recommendation. Lavender oil on the pillowcase. Try it and call me in the morning. (laughs) Wow, we've come to the end of our time together. It's now 3.05 in the morning. I have to wake up in three hours to do a wedding. Oh my goodness. This week I'm thinking that if I'm talking to a shy guy and I say, hey babe, can you send me a dick pic? And he says, you know, I'm not really into that. I'm going to say, How about just one testicle? (laughs) Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this episode of In My DMs. If you like this vibe, if you like me giving advice and having these kinds of low-key chats, let me know because we might do this more often. If you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed making it, can you do me a favor and share it with a friend? I hear every time you do, a snotty, bratty little nightclub bully drops her pumpkin spice latte. Oh, it's true. Now, (laughs) go be your most fabulous self and don't forget to spread that badass, big lush energy everywhere you go. Thank you so much. Yeah